You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. And with me always, my good friends, Jay from the hills of Texas. And A.K. Mike in Texas. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Hey, thanks. Hey, hey, hey. Glad to have you hey, back. It's good to be back. It was uh, it was strange, I will tell you, because uh, you know I was gone. I listened to the podcast because I wasn't part of it because I was out of the country and and with family and traveling that kind of thing. And it was our big annual you know go out of the country vacation. But it was kind of fun to you know just be a listener because I didn't really know what you guys did or <laughs> you know I just got a thing that said hey we did the podcast and it'll be coming out on Tuesday and I'm like oh yeah that's right. So I was actually, you know, patiently waiting for it to come out to hear what you guys were talking about. So it was kind of neat, um, not not knowing oh, ahead good. of time, you know, what's coming out or what the topic is. So, um, but uh, yeah, it was kind of cool. I, I appreciate Doug and him filling in for me. That was nice of him. Oh, it sure was. Did, uh, did Jay edit out all the bad stuff I said about you? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, obviously, well, no, Mike hasn't gonna, listened we're to do it. Th- <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh yeah no I didn't hear well, I was saving all that stuff Mike for the end of year show. review <laughs> end of year the end of year Mike AZ review so I didn't say That's anything it. bad of you so there wouldn't be anything bad of <laughs> yeah you. now he's backpedaling <laughs> well uh, it is good to be back in the U S for those of you that You'd like don't, to be back with us yeah with you with us as well uh, for those of you who don't know I uh, took the the family to Cambodia uh, it was just a on a whim I think. We planned it back, you know, earlier in the year, but um, we flew over to Hong Kong and then down to a place called Sim Reap, Cambodia, and uh, it's where Angkor Wat. You ever heard of that? What? Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, if you're I a haven't. Tomb Raider fan, I think um, you, probably, you guys have probably seen Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie and uh, the first one around. Anyway, she uh, yeah, she was running through these little temples and then kind of went down and fought the big six armed, you know, mega monster or whatever. All those yeah. places that she was going around, we went to those. Oh, that's cool. Was she there? Uh, no. Oh. But but everybody there knows her because she donates an incredible amount of money uh, to the economy, which is kind of weird because I think, mm. didn't she adopt some children from there, I think? She did. That's I think she's got kids yeah. from everywhere. Yeah, well, I think she's got two Cambodian kids or three Cambodian kids. But um, talk about winning the lottery. Holy smokes. If you guys are complaining about living in the U.S., just go visit there. Because <laughs> what do you mean? It, it was amazing. I um, I basically did a an air. I won't, I won't take up the whole podcast, but I did an Airbnb and looked at for something. There was I found something that was pretty reasonable uh, for I thought for the area. So it was a, a house. It had a pool, and it came you know with a driver and and a maid to clean the house, and it was relatively inexpensive in U.S. dollars if you were going to do something like that. You know, we were there for like two weeks or so, and I, I found out that the the maid that took care of the, of the Airbnb on a daily basis, she would come in at about 8 o'clock. Uh, she also, by the way, cooked us breakfast. <laughs> we she, They said that she would cook us breakfast, and we, we really didn't eat breakfast all that much, but when we did, she cooked for us. And uh, so all of that, she, we found out that she has a, uh, seven kids, 
So her and her husband plus seven kids is nine people in her household. And the average income for her on a monthly basis is $185. Wow. 185 US Ooh. dollars. Wow. That's her that's her entire monthly income. And the only reason I found that out is because, you know, I was kind of figuring it up this, you know, she came in every day, cooked us breakfast and all this stuff and I thought, man, I should tip this lady, you know, it's a common housekeeper, you know, you kind of leave a tip or whatever. So I, I gave her 200 US dollars cuz we were there for the whole time and and you know, my wife and I talked about it and she's like, "Yeah, that's pretty fair. It worked out to you know, 10 bucks a day or whatever, you know, for cleaning the house all day and taking care of the pool and the everything. Anyway, the lady like literally cried. She like fell down on her knees. She was like, thank you. Thank you. And I'm like, Oh no, I must've offended her, you know, cause they have different <laughs> customs there. So I, my driver, she didn't speak English, but my driver did. So yes, I went, that's why your driver was like, Oh yeah, her spinning. I know. Shoes. Right. Yeah, exactly. I was like, Oh my gosh, I think luck. I offended her. Oh, it is. Oh, great. Let me spit on her shoes. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I told him, I said, I think I offended her. She started crying and he goes, uh, no, you tipped her more than a month's salary. So <laughs> she was, had no words, you know, I was like, uh, okay, well, <laughs> considering the whole trip didn't barely even cost me that, you know, I figured it was a good deal. So. Anyway, it was really, really kind of a good time. But funny story, though, uh, before we jump into the podcast stuff, uh, the driver asked if we wanted to come over because, you know, they would take us to all these really nice places. And I told them, I was like, look, I'm over here to experience the culture. So why don't you take me where you would go to eat or you would go to shop or, you know, that kind of thing. So he thought that was really strange because most people that come in, they don't want to go eat at a local restaurant. You know, it's not it's not like the nice sit down restaurant. It's kind of a somebody in, you know, with a little barbecue grill <laughs> cooking stuff. So anyway, we actually wound up going to one and he, he, he thought that was kind of cool that we wanted to do it. And anyway, his kid is three and was, ha- or was turning three. He's having a birthday party. And so he asked us if we wanted to come over for the birthday party and the girl, you know, I was, I was with some people in there and the, and the two girls were like, Oh yeah, let's go. Let's go. You know, we want to do it. So the first thing they did immediately was like, well, we got to find a present for the kid. You don't go to a birthday party without a present in the U.S. anyway. Evidently there, that's a, nobody can afford it. So they just don't buy they bring They bring a beer, salute you, and say thanks a lot, you know, <laughs> and, eat, and eat chicken feet like chicken wings, which is weird. Um, but they uh, anyway, so we went to the local market. We were running around. They were trying to find a – we found out he was a Spider-Man fan. And so we uh, – the girls were looking for – um, like Spider-Man pajamas or some kind of a Spider-Man outfit that he could wear because uh, he's three. And I'm like, well, how big is this Cambodian kid? You know, is he tall, short, you know? So I'm kind of running around the market looking uh, for a kid that's a rough, roughly the same age because they're all, they're all pretty close to, I don't want everybody to think that they all look alike, but they're pretty close to the same height and, and structure, you know, just because of the diets and, the way that they work. So anyway, there's these little girls that are sitting over there and I ran over and I go, Hey, 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 uh, I said, how old is that little girl? <laughs> and the little, and the guy, and the girl <laughs> behind the desk goes, uh, oh, what? You know, she doesn't speak a whole lot of English, but she kind of looked at me with this square look, you know, I said, how old is the girl? Is she three or four? And the lady goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> and, and I'm like, yeah, is, is she three years old or four years old? And she, she starts kind of yelling at the lady in the next booth. And the lady in the next booth comes over and stands between me and this kid, you know. And 
and uh, it's this little girl. She's sitting there with an iPad in her hand, and and so I'm 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 pointing at the little girl, and I'm like, the little girl is it three or four? Well, in this country, when you negotiate to purchase something, you're purchasing, you're negotiating, and everything is like a dollar, five dollars, seven dollars. So here I am negotiating. My wife told me she said, "Hum, we're going to get arrested in here because they think you're trying to buy their daughter." <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. Kid. Yeah, wow. so they <laughs> thought I was wanting their kid for three or four hundred dollars, and you know they were like, "No, this kid's not for sale." And it took us a while because I, I, there were like three little, um, you know, it's like an open air market, and the and each little booth is only like a ten by ten booth, and so there were all these little kids, and I was trying to figure out which one was three so I could measure the size. Well, anyway, my wife ran around there trying to find somebody speaking English while I was trying to get arrested by buying these little Cambodian children. <laughs> Wow. And, uh, anyway, so then they came up, they came back over, and once my wife explained to them that we were looking for an age, then all the women kind of dispersed. They weren't so, you know, because they literally, like, surrounded me. Like, they were going to, you know, I was waiting for the clubs to get whipped out and start beating on me because I was try- <laughs> trying to buy children. Come to find out what they call it. Cambodian custom is this? Yeah. Come to find out they call that uh, human trafficking, and it's very illegal. So. <laughs> yeah, they, they call that there, too. See, that's <laughs> it seems to be the same, the same worldwide. Thing. So when you go to Cambodia or Vietnam <laughs> or wherever, don't try to buy little children or at least try to find their age. Make sure you find somebody who speaks English and ask them. So, uh, it, hey, it, you hey, know, Mike, it was just I'm my gonna, personality. I'm a, yeah, I'm going to have to not be a guest on the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be associated with me. Well, uh, it was mean, funny. I mean, it wasn't guys? funny at the time. It's funny now, but uh, yeah. anyway. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we got back and, um, you know, the holidays kind of caught me. So we uh, spent uh, a little time with my son and, and now I'm back. So actually had to go back to work, but <laughs> but it's good to be back. And the, oh, here's good. a cool thing, too, is uh, drones are legal in Cambodia. Wow. Again, wow. Okay, how'd you find that out? Um, so we went to this little place. Uh, they call it Kulin Mountain. You can Google it. But um, it's uh, it's a river, and it has a huge waterfall. And we jumped in the water and swam up underneath the waterfall. And while we're underneath the waterfall, I could hear this noise. And I'm like, what the heck is that noise? And I look up, and there's a, a Mavic flying around up there. And I was like, holy smokes. And then there was another one. I was like, who's got the drones? So when we got out, my driver was standing there, and I was like, hey, those there's drones flying up up above this thing. And he goes, oh, yeah, do you have one? He said, if you bring it down here, you can get great shots of this whole area if you have one. I was like, no, I didn't bring one because, you know, obviously they, people don't like them in state parks and all that kind of thing. But over there, evidently, it's not, not a big deal because nobody can afford one. So <laughs> if you have one, feel free to fly. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, people in the U.S. are going to start buying tickets to Cambodia to go fly their drones. <laughs> well, they're going to have well, to. Well, you know, I say them. that. I say that. You know, it's a, sort of a segue because aren't there a bunch of new rules coming out? Yeah, for, there are. There are um, like ident- drone identification or something. Do you know much about that, Mike? I mean, I I only know a little bit. Yeah, you know, they released uh, the new regulations that came out with the uh, aviation. Um, um, regulation or whatever the, the new law that just passed. And and there are some things that, uh, you know, that are in there, but right now I think everybody's just status quo. There, there have been some fairly big changes. I, and I think the AMA uh, on their last um, video production, they were talking about some of that stuff. Um, but I, I just don't know how the FAA is going to regulate it or enforce it. That's going to be the, the most difficult part. 
Right, because they don't have an enforcement. No, they're not an enforcement, enforcement action wing or, um, or yeah. So if they're going to rely on like local police right. or what, the police are going to be like, what do we know <laughs> yeah. about planes? Yeah, I got, I got somebody robbing the bank over here, and you want me to drive over to the park and yell at the <laughs> guy for right, flying yeah. a drone over your house? <laughs> yeah, I, I got better things to do, kind of thing. So exactly, but you know, unless they create a total new drone police, which may, you know, it may come. They may the TSA. They've got plenty of people running around, so maybe they'll. De- Drone police. We can do a whole new podcast on drone police. But yeah, uh, to answer your question, Mike, I I know the regulations come out. I I actually got an email. I haven't finished reading the email. I just kind of glanced over it. Um, you know, just kind of getting back and getting back into the swing of things. But I do know that uh, some of the guys that I fly with have uh, been talking about it because they're FPV and drone operators and and. Um, yeah, you know, they're kind of not really worried, but they're, it's just on their minds. So they've been, I've been watching email transactions between the group that I fly with about the new rules. Did you read through it at all? Yeah, I read a little bit, but, you know, I don't really understand all the different sections of the, you know, part 104, blah, right. blah, blah, all that stuff. And um, and so, you know, for a regular person, you're reading through it, it's like, okay, and? Right. Because it doesn't really tell me. What it is, I can or can't do. Just and and also, NMA was pretty good about this. They said, you know, this isn't. Don't freak out because this isn't regulation yet. It's just right. a proposed rulemaking, and so that's good. But to know that it's about to come, it could become law. Uh, I think people need to know about that stuff. That for my, that's my opinion anyway. Well, uh, just so that you know, in Texas, for you two guys, there is a law on the books that says if a horse walks by your car, you have to jump out of your car and cover your car with a tarp so the horse doesn't get spooked. That is an actual law in the state of Texas. How how many guys do that, by the way? I do it every time. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I have been a lot. I don't know about you. I've got got a tarp right in my front right seat. not come to Texas, Mike. That's all I got to tell you. (laughs) You can also shoot a man if he steals your horse. So what I'm saying is is that. That's true. That's in most places. Right. But what I'm saying is that there's a lot of laws on the books that have become laws that, once again, are very difficult to enforce. And and I'm I'm not proposing that people go out and just break the law to break the law. I'm just saying that until they figure out how to come about and, you know, actually enforce or regulate it, that's why the AMA says don't really freak out. There's... You know, they're trying to work with everybody, but I will tell you, uh, working with the FAA professionally, uh, that there has been times when the feds have said, yeah, that's a rule, but, you know, try not to break it or, you know, just let us know if you're going to do something. More of a suggestion? (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it's a rule, but once again, what are they going to do? How do they even know? Even if you registered it or if you put your name and phone number and you put, you know, serial numbers and everything, this is how to contact me. Someone would actually have to find it, turn it in. You know, they would have to to spend their time to track you down and to impose, you know, some sort of a regulatory fine. And then the lawyers would get involved. It's just a really long, drawn-out process, and I just don't know if they're ready for that. Well, um, that that kind of reminds me of uh, one of the guys out where you're at, uh, AZ Mike. They found that drone in the park. Oh, that's correct. uh, Near your house. And they and they tried to turn it into the cops, and the cops were like, "Yeah, you know, they didn't care." And, oh no, 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 they did. You know, they did went, take I, it. They did. Oh, I mean, they took it, but because I know, because I contacted the uh, right, FAA right. on this side, 
gave those guys the information that they followed through with it. And it was like each party didn't care. Like, hey, we found this right. drone. The police have it. You know, uh, here's the number they got off it. And they were like, okay, that's great. And we were like, okay, tell us who it belongs to because then we can contact the guy. Well, we can't give you that right, information. Right. That was the, That's what came back from the FAA. If I remember what happened, they were like, well, we can't give you that. We just can't give out that information. Right. We're like, isn't the whole thing to find out who owns this thing so we can turn it back to him? Uh, well, that's not our, you know, that's not our <laughs> right. job. Or our job was to identify who job. was flying it on the off chance that there was something major that happened. Right. So, and then the, and the police, they were just like, well, we don't have access to that right. stuff. So it's right. just lost and found as far as we were concerned. It did get so, returned back I don't know, to I kinda the see, guy, though. Oh, I was, re- I, was re- I kind of see this um, kind of like uh, ham radio stuff. Right. You know, um, like when CBs came out in the 70s and 80s and it was super, super popular, um, you know, yes, you know, you have to, and just like with some of the, um, uh, some of the video stuff that we do in RC, but you know, you have to get a hand license. But the problem was, hey, the technology came where transistor radios, you know, came out, the transistor came out and CB radios just took off. And everybody bought one. It was super cool. Yeah, because everybody had one in their car. And they were supposed to, yeah. And everybody was supposed to, you know, get their ham license and they were supposed to do all their stuff. And that didn't happen. The FCC couldn't go out and track down who had these things, who didn't, who was, who was, you know, violating the rules of, you know, ham radio etiquette. They, you know, they had all these rules, but they couldn't enforce it. And I'm kind of seeing the same thing might happen with uh, the RC stuff. Okay. So we've said all that just, just so that I know now not to tarp my car anymore. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you don't okay. have to tarp when a horse goes by. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. That <laughs> you remembered that. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to do that. Well, I, I will tell you that if you haven't read it, you know, go ahead and read it. It is very difficult because it's a lot of lawyer speak. And if you're a lawyer, great. Maybe you can send us an email and explain some of it to us. But I, I'm used to dealing with the federal aviation regulations, which are a CFR, you know, 14 through whatever. You know, they, they are a lot of if this happens, then this, and if that happens, then this. And, you know, there's a lot of kind of jumping around. So you, you have to kind of read something and then, okay, well, this says I can't do it. And then later on it says, oh, unless I do this, this, and this, then I can do it. So you just have to kind of look through it and start interpreting it. And unless they have the clubs, the AMA, somebody on their lawyer staff, or law staff, I guess, uh, come out with the with a – more layman's terms this is how to do it uh I, yeah i foresee there's going to be a lot of confusion yeah and it's also it seems like they're at least using the prop the, the process properly this time as opposed to when everybody it was just all knee-jerk and they came out with the rules and they did it in like three months right. and usually a rule change i think for the faa takes like three years three to five years usually if they're changing rules or making new rules yeah there it's it's a time frame i know it's more there's a 90 day window and 120 day or 60 day window or something like that so uh it does take a little bit of time but they can get it passed relatively quickly if they want to right so well i'm glad that they're slowing down and you know taking their time yeah so i'm glad you guys are talking about faa because it's making me think about christmas (laughs) <laughs> Did the FAA give you something for Christmas? No. I just thought that was a great segue into Christmas because when you're talking about the FAA, you must have a drone or a new airplane or some kind of new radio or something. So, Mike, we talked about uh, in the in the recent podcast about what we wanted for you know, things that we thought were good for Christmas. 
and you were in Cambodia. We couldn't ask you. So oh, yeah. I thought I'd put you on the spot right now. Sure. Um, well, some of my Christmas gifts have already arrived because of Black Friday. So I do know what's in some of the boxes. <laughs> Excuse me. That was Black Fly Oh, Fly Day. Day. That's what it was. Yeah, Black I mean, Fly Day. Black Fly Day. Everybody <laughs> That's knows. right. Yeah, you did. Everybody knows it's Black <laughs> Fly Day. Um, yeah, so I got a uh, cracked uh, Yak 55, a Twisted Hobbies. I've actually already pulled it out of the box because I'm probably going to fly that for Christmas. Um, but yeah, I got that and uh, I got the, um, I think they call it the, the DMG package, which is the digital metal gear, you know, serv- servos and it comes complete with everything. So, oh, oh I see for it. the package for the Yak 55. Right, right. I got oh, 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 I get it. Okay, cool. Okay. And then uh, I know that uh, Spencer and Barry, when we did the jet, rally they kept saying there was some big reveal and i think we kind of mentioned it on another podcast right at the tail end of it but uh this year under my christmas tree is a 90 inch uh f-18 from uh tam jets so it is a full-on turbine i've jumped into the turbine world it's very difficult now for jay to be my my airplane broker (laughs) because that's right i'm out. out uh but um Yes. I'll still be your friend, Jay. <laughs> That's right. You can <laughs> Thanks, still be Mike's or, uh, RC broker. Uh, yeah, and I actually had to move over uh, f- to Barry and Spencer for their, their help because they've got several of them. Uh, I think Spencer, uh, he's a listener, but I think he wound up with like five or six new turbines this, uh, for Christmas. So he wow, he was a very good. He player. was oh, cool. he was much better than the rest of us, I think. So the 90-inch uh, one, that's the one you can sit in, right? Uh, pretty close. Yeah, you could almost sit in it. Um, no, you can't really sit in it. But I'm six one, so that's seventy three inches, and uh, I I stand just tall as tall as the aileron. If it's on its nose, with the tail pointed towards the sky, my head is even. I actually have to to look over the aileron. I have to stand on my tippy toes at six one. So Mike, it, when, uh, uh, when we come and visit you in, uh, well, for the Electrical Festival coming up in 2019, um, I'm going to catch yeah. you a squirrel, and I'm going to train it to be able to sit in that plane so you can fly it around. There you go. I think there's a video on that. The guy's got a squirrel that takes his airplane. It's a pretty funny video. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to do exactly what they did because I'm pretty sure there's a YouTube about how to train the squirrel to do that stuff. <laughs> so I, I just have to find that, and I'll be able to do it. Well, no offense. Um I'm I'm not probably not going to allow the squirrel to get anywhere near that turbine. <laughs> come on, man! In fact, my wife could sew a little G suit for him. It'll be awesome. Yes, I can that, tell. that would be great. A, yeah, and, be and that way already. you could keep his tail from getting sucked into the fan. That would be bad if it did. I yeah, wouldn't want that to see that happen. Yeah. I mean, I'd spend all that yeah, time training be... the guy. I'd hate to have him lose his tail. <laughs> well, I did wind up with that, and uh, I do have a uh, another one. Uh, wound up picking up a Tam Jets uh, A4. The A4 actually is uh, can be either an EDF or a turbine. I think I'm going to, if if I keep it, I thought about selling it. <laughs> but uh, if I keep it, I, um, <laughs> I'm probably going to put a turbine in it. So so um, I was thinking, Mike, you know, when I first got into the plane, um, you know, I didn't really have a lot of money to have more than like one or two receivers. And so what I used to do is I used to swap them from plane to plane. I had two or four or five planes, and I'd swap them from plane to plane. So I figured you could do that with the turbine. Just swap it. Just put it in another plane, right? Yeah, no. 
Oh. <laughs> um, I wish, but no. We're, uh, my F-18 has a 12-channel uh, um, spectrum in it with a, I think they call it a D, DXSL, which opens up another eight channels. So the F-18 has three, six, seven, eight, nine gear doors that operate. You have to actually actuate nine gear doors, three sets of gear, two rudders, two ailerons, two flaps. And a a a partridge in a pear tree. Yeah, a steering servo and a partridge in a pear tree. So swapping from one to the other is not really advisable. Woof. It is a new, uh, you know, a new undertaking for me. I... um, it's something new. I've never done it before. I still have all my foamies. I still go out and fly, and it's fun. But, you know, for me, the next step, I'm hanging out with these two guys, going to the jet rally. And um, you may or may not know, but when I came back, I had uh, one day here. And uh, when we arrived, I had one day left or two days left of the jet rally here in Arizona over at our favorite uh, superstition. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah, the where we where we it's at the same field that we do the electric festival, but they have a jet rally. So I got to see um, you know all the guys, and they were all excited about um, you know Matt and everybody were like, "Oh, you're coming to the, the electric festival, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> we'll be here." Um, but they had some really really good airplanes out there. Not to change the subject, but you know to tell you that there's some new stuff coming out in the park flyer world. Tony with Motion RC was out there with the new F twenty two, and it it, it was oh, awesome. Cool. And I know you're I know they're in pre order right now. I think, yes, but he are. he actually had it, so I actually got to see um, him fly it and an up close personal look at it. And and it is a phenomenal airplane. It's a ninety millimeter, so uh, it's pretty, okay. So wait a minute, fantastic. I just want to get something clear again. I, you know, sorry, I just like really slow in uptake on these things, but. So what I'm getting out of this is that we're the Park Flyer podcast and uh, that what we are is a gateway drug to turbine engines. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Uh, that may be I, the case. Yeah. I, <laughs> all right. So we have to, because now I think uh, we're going to be legally bound to put a disclaimer on the front of the podcast saying, you know, if you listen to this podcast, you may become addicted to uh, turbine engines uh, and therefore, you know, be careful. Yeah, well, I, I, I will say that hanging out with Spencer and Barry is the addic- is the is the drug for turbines. They're the drillers. They're the dealers. I mean, that's they the turbine the dealers. dealers. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to stay away from those two guys. They they seem like bad bad juju right there. <laughs> They're actually really good guys. Uh, I really like hanging out with them. But uh, and I, actually, but I talked to him today. Spencer finished his F-16. Uh, he finally got it all painted. I think he was sanding on it when I talked to him doing the last final. Uh, you know, little things to get the gear doors to sit right, but he's flown it uh, quite a bit. Barry's uh, working on another. Uh, he got a Tamjet F eighteen as well in a um, Blue Angels colors. Mine's the not Blue Angels; it's um, Jolly Rogers. But they uh, he got the same one, so he's uh, almost ready to put the turbine and go fly his. There's still some work that he's doing on it. He's probably still maybe a month away, uh, but his is going to be ready to go way sooner than mine. mine. Mine's still in the box because I got it, and then I left for Cambodia, so I haven't even unpacked it yet. But uh, he's been working on it the whole time I've been gone. So both of those guys have really been ready by the, uh, What's that? So it'll be ready by I, the Electric Festival, right? I, I, so uh, Mike, Mike and I can fly it. Right? Uh, no. So first of all, you have to have a turbine waiver, 
and I, I don't have one yet. I have to get one. Um, so you have to go through some training to, to get that. So it, it won't be ready by then. Trust me. There's a lot of work that goes into these. I was just saying, I feel bad for Becky. Why? Cause Why? we're, cause where Mike goes, Jay follows. That's just the way it is. Uh, you know, and that is true. And I'll tell you why, because I was thinking about, remember I said I was thinking about selling, selling my turbine to Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I could call him up and say, hey, I'll give you a good deal on this turban. <laughs> you want to take it off my hands. Okay, those of you in podcast land can't see Jay's face, but there is a degree of skepticism on it. But but I'll tell you what. Exactly. I, 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 I don't think it's going to stay there. <laughs> I think it's going to be gone in no time. Yeah. There was a little bit of a, I don't think so, but then you could see in the back of his eyes going, huh, that's a, I'm, you know, that's something to think about. <laughs> I wonder if I could sell my car. That would be enough. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, I, oh, I figure man. by April when the tax returns come in, he'll be like, hey, man, is that little A4 still for sale? Because <laughs> I'm looking for a turban. <laughs> Either that or I'm going to find one and then just send it to him. So then, he, then he'll be stuck. Send him a, 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 a recording of, of something, uh, you know, like music or something, and in the background, subliminally place. <laughs> you want to buy a turban. Get a turban. A for turban. for turban. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this uh, the podcast next year is going to be filled with turban stories, I'm sure. Uh, we'll have to change your intro, yes. right, from the, <laughs> oh, the radial engine. Yeah, to, to the jet. Yeah, no doubt. Jet noise. Is that it? In fact, you got a, you have an A4 sitting in the background of your uh, your uh, office there. Yes, and uh, that's a GWS A4. We've talked about it before. It has been an ongoing yep. project, but um, I, I was thinking maybe I'd have it ready for the Electro Festival. I actually have all the parts for it, but every time I go to work on it, something new comes in the mail, and I start working on that. So, well, maybe, maybe we can get goes. there early enough, Jay, where we can just sort of, you know, just figure that stuff out put those Ow. things together i got plenty i got plenty of stuff i i'm nervous about you guys fixing my planes though see so last last year i had them all ready to go because <laughs> i was watching jay's modification things and i'm like what is this thing you know um uh, but yeah i've got plenty of stuff okay i think that's room. totally unfair towards me because i didn't touch a single one of your planes no no I no, no. you had your own airplanes you had to put together so and yeah, modify but, but they were my plane yeah and they modified nicely i might uh, add yeah <laughs> I still have an ASW 28 that's in the uh, box that came in as well. Just I just got, got that. that. Yeah, that finally came, came in. Away, right? Yeah, the one that on the slow boat from China finally got here. So I don't remember that to build the boat then, you know, put the yeah. stuff on it. Well, I, I sent them an email and they asked me, you know, I said, hey, look, I, I, it's not like I'm in a hurry for this thing because I'm about to leave. You know, I have some stuff to do. I didn't tell them I was going out of the country, but. You know, I told them, I was like, hey, you know, I haven't heard whether this thing's being shipped or not. And they asked me, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to cancel your order? And I'm like, no, I already bought it, and I bought it for a good price. So, you know, just whenever it ships, um, you know, just let me know. I kid you not, like two or three days later, I got a notification that it shipped, and it showed up within a couple of days. So I went outside. The giving bush was there, and this big, long box was sticking out of the bottom of the giving bush. And I thought, ooh, what did the giving bush give me today? So I picked it up and unwrapped it, and I thought, oh, I know what this is. So so did that come on Giving Tuesday? Uh, You know what? I don't know. <laughs> it could have. It probably should have. That would have been funny. 
Yeah, it would have been funny. Giving Tuesday. But the so I, I got that and then shortly I arrived uh back when I came back into the US, there was uh, I walked into my office and there's a huge box, another huge box, uh sitting in my chair that came in and it says Merry Christmas across the box. So uh I actually got my early Christmas gift from Jay and uh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and so when I opened it up there was a massive I don't know if you can see it, but I don't know where it went. It was back here. I think I took it in the other room. But it's a massive 23-inch by, what is it, 23 by 10, right? It's a 23 by 10-inch prop. I thought prop. it was 28 by 10. A 28? 28 by 10-inch prop. So it came in a huge box, almost the size of the ASW. And uh, I was like, holy smokes, what is this prop for? And then I realized, oh, yeah, it's the Katana. And I, I now own a... Um, 106-inch uh, uh, gas uh, Katana S. Oh, I thought it went on the back of that A4. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that A4 is beer cooler styrofoam. Uh, I don't think that prop would do. Uh, that thing would push it along pretty good. So anyway, Jay bought. Jay. And, that's, and that was your garbage. And that was your garbage. Your garbage pail trail or your dumpster. Uh, my dumpster player. diving. Yeah, it really wasn't in the yeah. dumpster. Somebody just decided to. You know, they didn't want it anymore. So. But yeah, that was that airplane for me. So now I have uh that was almost done. I believe it or not, uh for um Black Friday I ordered some servos for it and uh got those. I will tell you that when you move up into the hundred and six inch, your servos are no longer five dollars. <laughs> five dollar, five dollar, five dollar. <laughs> you know. Nope. As a matter of fact, I could have outfitted two airplanes, two full airplanes with flaps and everything. Uh, for the price of one of these uh, servos. So Holy crap. that was uh, quite eye-opening for me um, on Black Friday. Check but no the good news is... For Mike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The good news is that um, I have to give props to Tim Hanstein up there at, at uh, Northwest RC. Uh, he, he had a fantastic Black Friday deal on a lot of servos. So I supported him and, and ordered a bunch. Oh, good. So that was your that was your you know your Black Friday you know uh, good deal, or did you find any others? Uh, that was the good deal that I found. Uh, there was some servos. Of course, I found the Twisted Hobbies was on sale too. It had oh, that's um, right. You know, a bunch of stuff. So I got uh, one of those mainly because you know it's kind of funny. I, I've always wanted one of these, and I and I think uh, several years ago you got me the what with the high wing one, Turbo Beaver, the Beaver, the Crack Turbo Beaver. Beaver. So I, I've been flying that crack beaver all over the place, <clears throat> and I let some guys fly it, and uh, they kind of put it in the ground once or twice, which is no big deal because it's APP. But when I got home, I realized that there's some some pretty serious tears in uh, the wings and the body, and I'm going to have to do some pretty good repair on it. So uh, I, I needed some Beacons foam tack because that's what you know they use. And that's really why I went to Twisted Hobbies was to buy the Beacons Foam Tack because they have it for like $9. Everywhere else sells it for like 15 bucks, uh -huh. But Twisted Hobbies has it for 9 And so I was like, oh, I'll just get some Foam Tack from these guys. And while I was on their website, I wound up, you know, getting the Cracked Yak stuff and <laughs> just said, hey, I'll get that too because I need to put more stuff in my cart to get the better shipping. Oh, uh, yeah. You know how that is. You're only $5 slipped, right? away or $15 yeah. away from free shipping. For free shipping. 
<laughs> fingers slipped. Oops, I had to add one quantity of planes. Oopsie. I, I, I have to say that is the best marketing tool ever invented. And I don't know who invented it because uh, we've been doing it since, what, the Hobby King days? Way back when Hobby King yep. was Hobby City, right? It was, it was, it was only in right. China. And uh, we would order stuff. Jay and I would get together and make one order because, you know, it was very expensive to get it to Alaska. And so he would send it to my house and I'd mail it up to him in the, you know, via the regular mail. But we, it was always like, hey, man, get me a battery or get me an extra set of this because we're only, you know, 45 grams from the next shipping level. Yeah, you know? that, it was all weight instead of price. It was weight. Yeah, right? it was weight. Yeah. You could you could get all the way up to this weight before you went to the next level. So, you, you know, like order everything you can to stay under that weight. So we'd always order really lightweight stuff, you know, props or servos or whatever. So, you know. Oh, we still got 500 grams. Oh, all right. We'll get it. What it's do pretty get? funny. What? More glue, exactly. more this. It'd take us like a week to get the order together and then finally order everything. And then it would take, what, like six or eight weeks to get here. They had to build a boat, man. They had to we had a, almost the airplane built waiting for parts. You had to, like, you know, schedule it out. Okay, well, it's going to take, like, eight weeks to get here. So you had to schedule your build so that eight weeks later you were right where you needed to be when the parts came in. It was, uh, yep. It was pretty funny. So, yeah, the Twisted Hobbies one and uh, the uh, Northwest RC got me some uh, really good deals on servos. The Savox and uh, MKS, uh, the 777s, I think I ordered those for the Jets and um, ordered quite a bit of them. How many ounces of torque did they put out? Uh, they put out, I think at, uh, at 8.4 volts, they put out almost 580 inches of torque. <laughs> Could almost lift your car with it. I mean, they're that's, that's right. Pretty, they're pretty Where's heavy. My jack, yeah, get that servo. But I, you know what? The weird part is, is I will tell you that this servo is is about the same size as the palm of my hand. I mean, they're that big. Well, I didn't think it was going to be small. Oh no, it's not small, and it's titanium gear, and it's digital, and it's high voltage. So let's just say you could there's probably three lift numbers. you off the ground, Mike. You could put a, a lever on it, and you could probably lift you off the ground. Yeah, it might be, maybe so. It is in inches of torque, and not foot pounds of torque. But uh, unfortunately, there's three uh, three numbers associated with those types of uh, servos, and those are very, very hard on the pocketbook. Gotcha. So especially when you have to order like eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of like, oh, well, I won't be any. I won't buy, be buying any foamies for a while. <laughs> and, you know, because I, I remember ordering $5 servos. Didn't we order one where we got like 100 servos for like $35 or something? It was something, it was something sure. ridiculous. Yeah. They were selling like a package deal. And I called Jay. I was like, oh, my gosh, check this out. We could literally get 100 of these three or five gram servos for, for like $30. That's a great deal. Uh, I think we wound up ordering them. I had like 50 of them sitting in the other room. It was like a whole bag you know, of these little servos. I was so excited because they were so cheap, but I think they were like $3 a piece or something, right? Anyway. Yeah. So, or they were until you bought the big bag and then they were, they went down to like a dollar fifty or something. So it was pretty exciting. But yeah, those days are gone, I think. <laughs> or at least for me. Long gone. Oh, yeah. It's terrible. So did you get a chance to open up the glider? Did you, have you looked uh, at it? I have not. Uh, I got back from, uh, my trip, and I actually had to go to work. I know, but I had to. Uh, and, and and I got no sympathy because when I got back from there, we went. Uh, we took a little trip real quick up for Thanksgiving to see my my son and his wife, 
and we got right back, and my trip went to Kona, Hawaii. So I told everybody, oh, I got to go back to work, you know, and they're like, really? And I go, yeah, I got to go to Kona, Hawaii, and they're like, boo, you know. <laughs> oh, woe is me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're all suffering, and you're going to be sitting at Kona for work. That's eh, terrible. But anyway, I just got back um, this weekend, so I, I haven't had a chance to uh, – open the glider because the cracked yak was sitting here and all the parts came in. So I just threw it on the bench and kind of put it together. It's flat. So I just glued everything together on that. So, and then, uh, I think I have to work again this weekend. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll get to it next week. All right. Well, it'll be interesting what you, what you hear your, uh, your review or your thoughts of it. Yeah. It, uh, it, it'll be interesting to open it. Cause, uh, you know, after having, listen to your podcast and seeing everything that you did on yours. Um, it'll be interesting to kind of pull it, pull it open and, and see what's out there. Although I didn't think about it in my head, but, um, afterwards I was like, Oh man, I should have bought servos for that thing. And then I realized it already comes with all that stuff. <laughs> so it's a good thing I didn't order. It comes all with servos. everything. That's why it was such a good deal. Right, I know. Right. <laughs> so, but I was thinking one. after, you know, when I went to work, I was like, Oh, black Friday came and went, and I should have ordered. I was so busy ordering the big servos for the big airplanes that I forgot the little airplane. And uh, anyway, so when I got back, I was kind of like, I jerked the box up and I was like, oh, it comes with everything. So, uh, And then the guys out of my club, one of the guys, Tom, uh, we've talked about him before, but uh, he just got a new uh, Phoenix uh, 1500 or 1600 or whatever. So he. Oh, know, yeah, I think I saw a new one. Yeah, he that. made uh, it this last weekend, you know, I think. Out. And uh, uh, Charlie. Yeah, without you. Yeah, oh Charlie uh, is a good pilot. He does a lot of 3D stuff, and, and uh, he's from Colorado. He does some uh, FPV stuff as well. He's really good. So there's three, I guess, three official uh, test pilots now. So, Oh, good. But, which is good. You know, I it's always uh, test piloting someone's airplane is always one of those things. You know, it depends on who it is. Because you never want to fly it and then crash it because they did something crash wrong, and especially when it's brand right, brand new. And that's right. you know that's so, just the thing that added pressure. Right. But Charlie's a pretty good builder too, so he, uh, you know, he's he's got some really good stuff. He flies uh, a lot of different airplanes. So, so I really like uh, Jay's method for flying other people's planes. There's two questions he asks before he flies it. He says. It's okay if I fly it. That's the first question. And then when you answer yes, he says, and you already checked the CG on it. And if you say yes to that, well, then he's just going to toss it in the air because in his mind, he doesn't need to check it any further. Yeah, that's true. It's it. good to go. And uh, I, I've seen some planes go down, uh, I'll have to say. <laughs> uh, Horribly. None of mine. Wait, none you've of mine, seen him? But... You've seen him flying the airplane went down or you've just seen your own yeah. airplanes go down? No, no. I saw him fly planes that went down. He, there was a buddy there with us. Uh, uh, I won't say his name because it's he's know, a listener, wanna, you know, embarrass him. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know who you are and, uh, uh, yeah, he, he asked those two questions. It was really that way. He's like, Oh, so you want me to fly this? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, all right. And you check the CG, right? And he goes, yeah. Now to Jay's credit, he did check left, right up, down, you know, make sure the yeah, servers were that. in play. Because that's, I think a pilot's responsibility in my mind right. to make sure that the, sur- the services are working right. But the CG, that's a whole nother thing. And if you're letting Jay fly your plane, it better damn well be CG'd out because he'll fly it the way you give it to him. Huh. And, uh, and yeah, he had a lot of fun. The one I saw was tail heavy, and uh, it was flyable. Uh, but, you know, it was a handful because you're constantly fighting a stall right. and uh, trying mm. to 
yeah, it means you got to fly it faster and it didn't, and then it's not trim. And so all that stuff, right. It's just pain in the butt. Okay. So, yeah. uh, uh, riddle me this there, Jay, why, why is it that you assume that they set their own CG? Why do you not check that? Oh, well, basically what Mike's alluding to with this particular individual was that, um, <clears throat> he wouldn't check that stuff or he wouldn't know what the CG was. It might be a plane that uh, the CG wasn't in the normal spot. And I'd say, so you did check the CG? Oh, yeah, it's good. And I'm like, okay. And it would be my hint to him to say, huh, well, maybe I should check that again. Or I think it's here. Or maybe let me open up the book and see what they say the CG's at. That's what I was trying to, you know, impress upon this particular person. And they never seem to understand. So that. they just were buying so airplanes every kinda, week because you crash them anyway. <laughs> you wouldn't just say, "Hey, let me check it; it's way out." Like right? You just say, "Okay, you did you know, it. All right, your airplane's crashed, guaranteed." Yeah. Well, it was just one of those <laughs> things where it would crash. Right? Say, "Wow, it was really tail heavy," or "Wow, that was really nose heavy." <laughs> you know? And they'd go, "Really?" And I go, "Wow, yeah." I was lucky I got it back. Well, not lucky that it came back to the ground. All planes come back to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. In the condition they they show up after they hit the ground. <laughs> so. uh I just said to him, you know, hey, yeah, that CG didn't seem like it was on, really on. I, I remember really, a couple, it wasn't? I remember a couple of comments where it was like, he's like, that CG isn't on. He goes, I thought you were a better pilot, dude. I thought you could fly that. And I just, <laughs> that just cracked me up. Yeah. So, you know, it was my teaching by negative reinforcement. Yeah, I know you're good at that. Yeah. Well, if he ever looks at mine, I actually have CG markers on mine. So whether it... And yes, we have had a podcast where I did have one that was totally wrong in the book, but I, I use yeah, those little CG markers. You can get them at Hobby King for like a dollar and they come in a red or a black. It's a great stocking stuff for, if you guys had, didn't talk about that stuff, I, I, um, you know, I'll throw that in there, but, uh, it's always, I, every time I make an order at those guys or order something, I'll always throw four or five of those in there because they're, they're great to stick on the bottom of your airplane. I can't remember, you know, I got so many airplanes and looking at Jay's stack back there, you know, I mean, you've got so many. I can't remember every CG from every manual. Uh, some guys, I know, I think Charlie actually writes it uh, on the airplane inside the cowling or inside the, the yeah, the cowling. Right, or that's like, a really good idea. Right, yeah, right. He really writes down idea. says the CG is at 43 inches or whatever, which I thought was a great idea. I, didn't, I wish I would have thought of that, but I just use the CG stickers and stick them in there. But I will tell you that, um, you know, like for Spencer, it it doesn't matter what the book says to Spencer. It's how it flies. So he'll he'll start with that, but then he'll fly it. Like he hates flying my A-10 from motion because it's really nose heavy to him. He, he would rather have it tail heavy so that he gets a better approach. So it's interesting. Well, interesting. yeah, that's understandable because most uh, manufacturers will make the planes, you know, Nose heavy on purpose. Well, because you're selling to the well, masses and heavy. you want them to be able to control it. So if you have a little bit, yeah. you know, any airplane that starts out, even when you go test fly a real airplane, you always start out with a little bit forward CG. You don't you don't want the airplane to be so unstable because of the rear CG. Sure. So, but you know, just the way they build it, they go, oh, this is a good, comfortable CG for the masses. And you know, Spencer's always like, yeah, that goes that goes by the wayside. I want it to go back where it, you know, it feels comfortable at half throttle, flying straight and level, um, you know, wherever that CG is. I know on his F-16, he, uh, moved, it back. Down. he moved it back like uh, another six or eight inches. He likes to fly his upside down too, half throttle. 
upside down. Uh, correct. GG perfect. Right, correct. Yeah. It should fly the same upright and upside down. Doesn't matter. Should be able to flip it upside down, and it it doesn't pitch anywhere. Right. Well, it's just like your cracked jack. So that one's one you're going to have it F, FCG. Correct. You know, because you're going to be, you know, it's going to be on its tail. It's going to be hovering. So you want it to be able to do that really quick. Right, right. So, yeah. Well, that's interesting. I'll, I'll have to uh, I'll have to send your, uh, actually, like if I come down there, I'll bring some of those CGs. We can hand them out at the club. <laughs> Here you go. This <laughs> stocking stuffers for all you guys. That way when Jay asks you, you can just go, Here it is. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Well, in this particular case, yeah, though, it wouldn't matter just... because they would put the dots yeah. in the wrong spot. That's, right. That's what I think yeah. Jay was trying to say. Is like they, oh, they look, even... I decorated my plane. They're like, oh, look, these stick. And then they put it on the bottom of the, of the wing. It's on like, the hey, wingtips. Cool. He puts them on the wingtips and the yeah, tail. It's like, why is, Jay's like, why is this one dot further forward than the other one? Well, that's so you can show the range of where the oh, – right, That's even better, the range. Yeah, put one in the front, one in the back on the fuselage. You don't put them like side to side. You put them forward and back. You can say, "Hey, you hold the airplane and it's you know, lateral stability." That's pretty funny. Yeah, but it kind of sucks when it's all on one side, <laughs> on one wing. That's both, that's the problem. Both your fingers on the left wing. <laughs> hey, this doesn't balance very well. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh! Well, that's crazy. Well, uh, you know the amazing part about the this season is. Uh, after this podcast, uh, we got one on Christmas Day, and that's it for this year. Season three is over. That's hard to believe. Wow. I know, right? Where did this year go? Well, yeah, it did go by pretty quick. It went to the Electric Festival. It's and, coming up. Uh, yeah. It's an E-Flight Festival, and uh, the one I went to in in, uh, in Texas. The Jet Rally. We went to the I Jet went to the Jet Rally. And uh, there was one more, wasn't there? I don't know. Jay didn't do anything, well, it seems. How come you and I were all traveling nope. this year, Jay didn't go anywhere? Well, we're the ones with the budget. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Actually, we're the I ones mean, with the purse strings to the budget. See, Jay. Yeah. Maybe we Jay, should give Jay uh, some money. just going to the mailbox. Right. Wah, wah. Yeah, I got a card. <laughs> yeah. Our budget will increase by $1 next year. <laughs> exactly. I get a little bit of a raise, and so the, the budget goes up a dollar. The board said hey, we can hey, add hey. a well, capital dollar to our. That's right. Hey, listen. Well, we got swag this year, so I'm hey, we did we get did. swag this year. I got one actually. Uh, it's a T-shirt. Thank you, Doug. Uh, yeah, from the Holly right. Springs. I uh, was actually wearing it the other day, so it, um, I like it. That's good stuff. Oh, and then next year, I'm told Doug, I'm definitely going to. So you guys start saving your pennies because any change in your pocket, I want to go to in a cup in your house, uh-huh. so I can have enough money to buy myself a ticket to go see Doug next year. Because I told uh, him I'm coming. Oh, that's right to the uh, Holly Springs Fest, right? Yeah, and it's in, at Labor Day or something, right? Labor Day, that's right. Yeah, okay. Well, we get we got plenty of time now. We'll have to definitely uh, put it on our our calendar. And both of you guys are coming out for the Electric Festival, right? As far as we know, I am. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You are too, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. Definitely coming. All right, good. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's coming around. It's right around the corner. We were literally ninety days from it, so it's on uh, February eighth, uh, 9th, and tenth. I think. Pretty pretty close. Good stuff. I haven't seen notice of it yet, though. No email. Uh, if you, you go on RC email. groups, they have a link, and you can um, you can kind of go. Last on time there they emailed me. I guess I thought they would do that again. What's that? Email you? Yeah, they emailed me that it was coming out. Yeah, they probably will, but they probably won't do okay. it until the first of the year. 
I oh, think okay. they wait. They just literally finished the jet rally. The same group of guys. So, um, and the, and they did pretty good. Actually, uh, Spencer w- uh, won an airplane at the jet rally. Oh, yeah. did he? They, uh, it was funny. He was out flying his ultra flash, you know, showing off. And uh, they called his number, and he didn't hear it. So then they got through everybody's number, and they're like, hey, we called everybody's number. And he's like, well, they didn't call mine. And they go, if you didn't get your number called, come up and check with us. And so he walked up there. Next thing you know, he's walking back with this big old huge motion RC box. I'm like, you rat, you got a, a big airplane. He goes, yeah, it's an F-35. And right behind him was a guy walking behind, you know, about 15 steps behind him. And so when he turned around and sat down, the guy goes, you want to sell that? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I think they worked a deal to trade it out with something else, but uh, whatever worked out. But anyway, it was pretty funny. So they do a really good job. Wow. They had a lot of, uh, of airplanes out there, and uh, it was kind of neat uh, to see the mix between the turbines and the, the EDFs. You know, it wasn't as big as the Electric Festival, but it was still you know pretty fun, and and they did a really really good job. Uh, those guys did fantastic job so it was good to see everybody i hope we run to big mike well, in uh, electric festival again i like that guy <laughs> oh yeah big mike from california hopefully he's listening he'll come yeah. on out but uh yeah he brings some nice. uh he brings some big airplanes and some really cool stuff so it'd be kind of neat have him he's just there. a great guy to hang around i liked him yeah i think uh, a lot of the same guys are coming i think tim hansen from uh, uh northwest rc is coming i i um actually ran into tony and got to chat with him just a little bit briefly uh, he and uh, and um, um, Evelyn? Evelyn were out there. Yeah, Evelyn was flying too. So they were both there, and they said, "Hey," and you know, we kind of chatted. He's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you know it's, our, it's been so long." And so he's uh, he's going to be there uh, as well. He told me he's going to bring some stuff out. So well, nice man. Well, like you said, it's going to be here before we know it. Yeah, yeah. I think, Christmas, I think uh, we, there was a guy that helped us fly a Cub. I think his name was John or something. Yep, yep, John. Uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. right. It was it was a new it was a new one that was coming in for E flight. Yeah, yeah, which looks like it's yeah. done really well. I've uh, been to our local hobby I, shop. I believe and, it. Uh, they said that um, those things are just flying off the shelf. So everybody's uh, yeah, I jumping in on with them. I like I like to feel like it was because Jay and I flew that thing and did a you know U- YouTube thing for that's right. Him. We that, were that made a difference. <laughs> that's right. You were. YouTube sensations. We were definitely YouTube <laughs> sensations. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody Did, watched we it didn't for, quite go viral, but hey, you know. I'm pretty sure everybody saying. watched it for us. The plane had nothing to do with it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. Next time, Mike, you're gonna have to do a handstand while you're flying <laughs> or something. I was. <laughs> so, you just. I was off camera. Ah, there you go. Well, I think there's going to be a lot of different people out there. Uh, we're scheduled to stay uh, the whole weekend again, so that was pretty fun. Um, I think we got. Uh, oh, my cracked yak. Let's see. Do I have it sitting here? Let me see if I have it sitting here. I do not. But guess what came with my cracked yak? LEDs. Uh, uh, LEDs. So now I get to fly uh, the cracked yak at night as well. Oh, you're going to set it up for a night flight? Yeah, it's got, uh, it actually was Great a little idea. kit that you could buy with it, and I just t- attached it. It wasn't very expensive. It was like 8 or $9, and it just plugs into your receiver, and you flip the switch, or it comes on, and it's got a, Four lights total, and they light up the whole, you know, upper and lower side. So, it, uh, oh, so so you're, you're going to have the night owl and then the crack jack for the night. The uh, walrus, night walrus, yeah, walrus, walrus. Yep, yep. yep. 
So that'll be kind of cool. All right. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and maybe, who knows, I might get a um, one of those X-Brace things for the bigger airplane. We'll see if I can. I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll look at it and see if it's worth it. Excellent. I think I'd be a little nervous hey, so flying have, uh, balsa you're... at night. but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you going to uh, work on your trailer at all? You know, I uh, I had plans to do that when my dad was here. We wound up painting my house instead. So uh, I'm, I am going to okay, try and do something with the trailer, but important. time is slipping by so quickly. I don't know if I'm going to have the the new interior done by the electric festival. So, uh, however, I may have all the parts here. So you and I, if you come up, you may be putting my trailer together in the first two days you're here <laughs> instead of working on well, airplanes. Either that or we're going to be putting together a plane. Yeah, that's true. So, one or right. two. One or the other. That's <laughs> or <fine>. both. <laughs> or both. Nobody, nobody sleeps when they're here during the electric festival. <laughs> we're up all night. <laughs> My wife gets goes to bed and it gets up for work and goes, "What the heck? You guys are still up here building airplanes and why is everything all over the house?" Well, you just got that floating uh, workbench. I do the yeah, whole the house, whole house. So. and the garage. Yeah, I've that's actually that's done a little modification of the garage, so I have a, a nice little workbench out there well, as well. So. That's where you have your new workbench. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a new. Uh, it's not really a workbench; it's a tool chest, but uh, it's ninety six inches long, so we have plenty of room to stand side by side and work on stuff. And I got drawers to put my RC stuff in. I just haven't moved anything out there yet, but it's still in my other room. So. You mean your wife's office? Uh, it's still in my wife's <laughs> office, yeah. which is slowly uh, turning oh, into uh, a home search. Cause I came in the other day and there was a new uh, a house for sale down the road <laughs> in our neighborhood and it had a workshop and it was sitting here on my desk, like with a circle around the workshop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Hey, is this That's a good. hint? <laughs> is this a hint?" She just She's looked at woman. me and went, "What did you think? What do you think?" And I was like, "Okay, I get it. You're tired of my RC stuff in your office." Oh boy, no. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna get in trouble. Trust me. So uh, Mike will be uh, Mike's there this week and uh, helping you uh, do whatever it is that you guys are gonna do to fix your airplanes, right? Oh yeah, I think, uh, I think fix, we're gonna fix air, actually we're gonna be working on um, FPV stuff. Well, two airplanes. Your your Talon and my yeah. uh, Orbit Wing. Yeah, we we, uh, we Jay bought me uh, a pre Christmas present of a F four eleven wing controller, um, and I'm gonna put that in the Talon and then hook it up to my uh, my OSD and uh, to have an OSD and put for the goggles and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that should be lots of fun. I think you guys talked a little bit about that on the last podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Because didn't didn't Doug ask some questions about that? Yeah, we, we yeah, started talking about um, it. Yep. He, yeah. yeah, so uh, I think he's going to be getting one soon. Um, I know I've been uh, texting him as I've been texting Mike on, hey, what are you going to do with this or that? And, hey, have you thought about this receiver? Um, Doug's kind of included on the uh, oh, on the text. That, that text stream. Yeah, he so never he's been had a chance. The, <laughs> I know he's Doug's going to hear this podcast, but he never had a chance. Jay, Jay totally set him yeah. up. It's like putting the ball on top of the tee. That's what Jay <laughs> stuck the ball right up there. There's no way he could. Yeah, miss so he's it. been he's been writing back to me like, "Hey, what do you think about this receiver?" Or, "Hey, what do you nice. guys think about this thing?" Nice. And so we're giving him all the information, and you know, I'm giving him a couple of choices. So yeah, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be hooked. I don't know. I might I might be able to see him a little earlier. I'm, I may not make it out for the festival, but uh, I think my wife and I may be going to South Carolina, so I may have to steal the car and just go up to North Carolina for. Just a quick, yeah, because that's that's not a short, that's not a small drive at all. <laughs> a whole, uh, on the whole map different it is. state. 
It's only like it's, an inch. It's an inch on the map, yeah. so I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, inch on the map. That's too funny. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so uh, so one of the things that uh, happened to me when I – this so so the listeners don't know that I use only Linux uh, on my desktop, and uh, I get a lot of ration of stuff for this. And so uh, Mike and Jay use Apple uh, right. products, and I use Linux. And so Jay was like, Freak. "Oh, this would be cool though because this <laughs> this uh, board this board works great and it works on all the different platforms, Windows and Linux and uh, and Apple." And so like we were both really happy because it's like, "Cool, this is going to work great." And then I put the software on there, and because I'm using a laptop, not a full screen computer um, monitor, I couldn't see the bottom of the screen, which means I couldn't upgrade the thing. Oh. And so I had some trouble, but but. But to the advantage of Linux, I was able to change the way the computer worked to be able to pan up and down to see the bottom of the screen. So now I was able to do what I needed to do. So this is just kind of funny. Well, what was funny was when you when you wrote back to me going, hey, this thing works. Like he sends me a text picture. Hey, it works. The next thing is, I think I bricked the flight <laughs> control board. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Wait, you went from working to bricking it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was not. I was just like, no way. And he's like, oh yeah. That was yeah. a that was Apple a tired that was a tired a tired moment. I, it didn't really break it. <laughs> I was just tired, and I shouldn't have been playing with it. And I was, and I just put it down. I walked away. But I, I said I bricked it, and that's when I did walk away. And then the next time I plugged it, in, it was working fine. So it's no big deal. Well, I'm glad you didn't break it, man. So me too. Yeah, me three. That would have been. Yeah, so he sent down, I think, uh, the GPS is coming to the house. So hopefully when you bring all the stuff, um, we'll be able to solder it up, add some cables, uh, configure it, and get it ready for the talent. Should so, already be there. Be nice. Well, that's pretty cool. Get everything ready to go. Yeah. Yep. Should already be there. That's awesome. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Or inter- oh, we'll have something to talk about after the new year. How about that? Yeah, you can do that. Talk about... Uh, how you didn't brick it, and now how it actually works because the two of you got together and and got it all something like that. Or the next thing, will, the next episode will be and how I lost my plane. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> how we lost both our planes. If you live in this area and happen to be <laughs> a Talon, please That's return right. it to. You hear something beeping in the woods. <laughs> if you come <laughs> across my planes. Talon, please send it back to this address. That's right. Well, uh, I will tell you that uh, in January, one of our listeners is coming through Phoenix. Uh, Philip um, got reached out to me, and he uh, he's one of our listeners, and he said, hey, man, I'm going to be uh, working there in Phoenix. I'd love to go hang out with you guys. So I think I'm going to try and get Spencer and Barry and take him over to the you know, Sun Valley Fire Club and, and do some flying. So that'd be kind of – it's always cool to have listeners you know, reach out to us and, and uh, come by and, and hang out. Yeah, maybe he'll let us interview him. Uh yeah, he uh, actually said he'd love to be on the podcast. So we'll uh we'll have to get uh get my equipment over there. I think he's only got one day with me, but um we're going to try and make the most of it. So Okay. Good stuff. Yeah, so Philip, if you're listening, we're uh, looking forward to having you come out in uh, January. So No pressure. <laughs> exactly. Don't All right, let- so that's two podcasts down for next year. What else do we have? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? We're, we already have to get – we got the Electric Festival. and uh, I don't know. Are there any other festivals? I'm I'm pretty sure that the the Jet Rally, it doesn't come in until October, but I'm pretty sure that they're already making plans to go to a Jet Rally next year. 
I know Mike's going to the um, the um, Holly Springs. Uh, if we can get out there, we will try to go too. Um, well, I hope one of you guys decide to go to Flight Fest. Yeah, yeah I we, we, that would be good too. Whether, we go to Flight whether Fest. it's in Ohio or or Texas, if they do it in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, if it's I, in I Texas, it'd be real convenient because I can actually get down there pretty easily. But and you actually got uh, to meet up with somebody, didn't you? Yeah, I, I um I ran into Josh and we talked about that in the past podcast a little bit. Josh Bixler and uh, it was a lot of good stuff. I, I'd really like to uh, get that get an interview with him. He, yeah. he said that that he would do it, and so I'm looking forward to getting connecting with him and doing. Man, that. we're up to five. That's five podcasts we already got down. That's all. <laughs> Jay's awesome. already knocking them off. Hey, look, hey man, we can get all these knocked the, out. The more, the more ideas that we can have, or or you know, for shows, then it's it's definitely makes our job that much yeah, easier. Yeah, absolutely. So. so. Well, unfortunately, our hour is up. Hard to believe. Oh. I know. Went by pretty quick with all my stories. But it is good to be back, and uh, Christmas is right around the corner. So uh, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and make sure you go out and buy all your RC stuff early. Uh, if you didn't get it on Black Friday, make sure you get something for uh, the Christmas. Uh, our next podcast comes out Christmas Day, so we, uh, we, we uh, will be able to wish you a Merry Christmas on Christmas Day, which is kind of cool. I don't think any of our podcasts have been on Christmas before. No, it just worked out that way. That's all. Yeah, it worked out. So, but uh, well, uh, what else? Anything? Uh, anything for this week? Um, for me, I've just been working on my flight controller board, just soldering stuff on. Right. Um, other than that, I've just been waiting for a nice, nice day to go out and go fly. Well, there you go. Be cool. Yeah, it's been it's been a little too windy for me, and then it's starting to get colder, and I'm, I'm starting to remember about Alaska, and, and I'm thinking, gosh, it's so cold here. Yeah, <laughs> it's so cold. It's not quite freezing it's yet. So cold here. Yeah, it's almost freezing. What Look, am I going to ar- do? He's already acclimating. Jacket. You know, I mean, that's crazy. Well, it's good that you're uh, you're getting used to the Texas weather there, Mike, and won't be long before you'll be out flying. So spring's right around the corner. Trust me. Older I get, the faster the years click by. I don't know why, but they just go and faster and faster. Well, like you said, the, the three years of doing podcasts just all of a sudden seems like it's been fun. All right. It does. <laughs> Season four next year. We're only about a couple <laughs> oh, of weeks away. Hey, I forgot to mention uh, that we we told Doug, uh, Doug was talking about Black Fly Day, and we're going to try to make that more of a national thing. Like, not just his club, but but maybe the club here in Texas. And Jay's going to do it, his little personal group. And then we were, we're hoping that maybe you would. Try to encourage your superstition club to do the same thing. Do Black Friday. Do a Black Friday. Okay, we'll, we'll yeah. give that a try. Yeah. We'll put something together. Yeah. And it could be the Park Flyer Podcast Black Friday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doug, Doug awesome. said we could take that. He's he was okay with it. He was okay. All right, perfect. Uh, yeah. I did get a uh, another email, and uh, it's from a guy I used to work with. Um, he is down in your area, uh, just in San Antonio area. And uh, he started flying RC again. So he sent me a little uh, note and said, hey, man, I remember when we were working together and you were telling me about it. And I joined a club down there. And I was like, hey, Jay's right around in your area. So maybe uh, when he gets back with me on the email and sends me a, a note that you know tells me when he's what club and where it's at, I'll uh, get all that information. Sure. You can go down there and check it out. Or invite him up to your place, one of the two. So, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so that way we can get uh, – you know, some more contacts out there. It's always good to 
see other people who are enjoying the hobby and are coming back after years of not flying. So if you haven't flown uh, in a while, get out there and fly. If the weather permits, uh, those of you guys up in. Yeah, it'll be interesting to get his uh, his uh, idea of how things have changed or gotten easier or worse. Oh, yeah. He was already asking me about out. the radios and that kind of thing. Cause he's like, uh, I got to get a new radio because he went out, I think, with the 72 megahertz and everybody looked yeah, at it. Yeah, my Conquest like, doesn't work doing? as much good as it used to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Four channel yeah. Conquest. I can't find these tubes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tubes. <laughs> You have a 72.76 crystal. Right, exactly. Yeah. You walk over to the guy and go, hey, where do I check this in at? And the guy's looking at you like you got three heads. What are you talking about? We don't have a board anymore. Actually, we still have one out at our club. We've got everybody, yeah, all the pegs on it. We do, too. There's still people who fly the 72 megahertz stuff. Oh, do they? Yeah, I don't I don't think yeah, there's anybody. Not very many, but, but they have to have it just in case. Yeah, right? just in case. Well, it's good, though, because, I mean, you know, those were great radios. So, I mean, they, they went. They did a really good job for a long, long, long time. Yeah, so 2.4 gigahertz yeah. just allows you to just jump out there and just go to town. So, Yep. Perfect. Well, there's another show. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, well, I was thinking about getting a new radio myself. Oh, were you? So. Yeah, we'll have He's to talk about that. getting a finally. Nope, I'm not going to get a Tyrannus. What? Yep. You're just going to have to wait for the show, and I'll uh, tell you then. All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, guys, it's been fun. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Park Flyer Podcast. Uh, Michael from Arizona. Jay from the hills of Texas. And AK Mike in Texas. You guys have a good week, and we'll uh, see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions topics or suggestions to heartflyerpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>